Sports with Katie Nolan is presented by Coors Light, the beer made to chill. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. I just, <laughs> I want you to stop. I want that be one of those times you just keep going, and I go and you just yep, yep, yep. So anyway, Chris Anderson has it's not working. Hello, chicken nuggets. Welcome to Sports, the podcast that ends with a question mark, starts with a question. I'm Katie Nolan. She's Ashley. Hi. And this is today's question. Hey, Katie, it's Brian. Love the show. My question is, how many starting quarterbacks do you think can dunk a basketball? Settle a bet. It's between me and the buddy. Dinner's on the line. The over or under is 20. Thanks. Love the show. You guys are great. Bye. Whoa. 20? That's a really good question. 20 feels high. It does, but I also feel like there's numbers that you have to take into consideration that we should <clears throat> get. And then we can maybe <laughs> <laughs> like that. I'm not usually taken aback by a question. That's one of those questions that when you're at home and somebody brings it up and then you talk about it for like an hour and a half and you fight, which I imagine is what led to the voicemail, him and his friends wanting to know the answer. I think we could devote the second half of the show to answering that question. What I'm saying is I'm not ready to answer it right now. <laughs> I think if I did it off the top, I would be doing it based just on like, okay, Eli Manning's not dunking a basketball. No. Because he just doesn't have the coordination. The chutzpah. But I think we got to look into like verticals, heights, weight, do some math. So you want an actual like scientific yeah. answer. I'll get the stuff. Okay. But let's just push that. Okay. Because I think we can have a good discussion there. And I don't want to get into a good discussion at the very beginning of the podcast. Mm. You got to warm up to it. We yeah. have to have some shit discussions first, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. really put the people to sleep well, and then hit them with the good content in the, in the B block. <laughs> okay. Is that okay? Yeah. I know I'm breaking bro- protocol. Jay, is that okay with you? It's okay with me. Okay, cool. I'll find some, some stats. Oh, Oh, I'll, I'll do it. Yeah. <laughs> I'll do it. Cause if you do it, then I'm going to have to go double check them. Because yeah, I don't trust, I trust no one. No one, anybody. <laughs> I, I don't trust a soul, except you, Ashley. All right, so we're going to do that. But you can still, if you want to, all right, look, I'm going to let you do this this time. Because somebody tweeted that it wasn't nice that I made the little girl do it, and I didn't let you do it. But mm-hmm. I just want you to know that, like, you should say thank you to that person on Twitter. So, do you know, okay. What? It's still a lot of pressure now, and I, I know. was in my head about it. You're so. always in your head about it. That's kind of your bit. <laughs> So if you are listening and you're like, I have a question and you want to leave a a voicemail, made the right call. (laughs) The number is 860-506-5571. If you want to leave a voicemail, save it in your phone, call us, ask a question, and maybe we'll blow up our entire rundown so that we can answer it in the B block. Yeah. Or we'll just answer it right off the top. It doesn't mean it wasn't a good question. Just means that it wasn't as good Mm. as Brian's question. Okay, today on the podcast, I wrote something down. <gasps> yep. We're going to talk about Odell Beckham and Lil Wayne, because those two are related in a sports way. We're going to talk about Jimmy Butler, Charles Barkley's thoughts on underpants. <laughs> you know, all the big stuff. The- big stories of the week. <laughs> uh, but before we dive in, this week's show is brought to you by Peter Millar, which means it's time for me to pretend to be whoever Ashley tells me to be while I tell you about Peter Millar. So, Ash. We got a great suggestion <sighs> from Sybil in a podcast review actually oh uh elmer fudd please oh so just like a shh what's the thing he says be very very quiet 
I'm hunting wabbits. Yeah. Right? That's what he says. <laughs> Is that his laugh? Kind of. <laughs> like that? That's pretty good. Is yeah. it? Yeah. I haven't watched, I'll be honest, I haven't brushed up on Elmer Fudd content <laughs> in like 20 years. Is he still a thing? Do they still make those? I don't These think cartoons can die, so he's probably oh. still. But are people strong. still making? Jay, I'll trust you to look that up and then let me know at the end of this read. Do they still make new Looney Tunes? The show returned on July 30th, Jesus. 2018. Answered so quickly. July 30th, 2018? That was the day after my birthday. Nobody asked that. Yeah, I know, but it's just right. It's relevant. <laughs> well, happy birthday. We got you Elmer Fudd. <laughs> You're welcome. You're welcome. You want to do it? Feels like you want to do it. You, you can do it. You. <clears throat> if you travel for work and are looking for small comforts to make your twip a little better, <laughs> check this out. The Perth Performance Pullover from Peter Millar will be your new favorite travel partner. And here's why. <laughs> They're going to be so mad. <laughs> It's called the Perth Performance Pullover. I feel like we're required to say that, but let me <clears throat> get back in character. It feels great, <laughs> looks great, and it's super convenient. Barely taking up more space in your bag than a water bottle. That's a water bottle. <laughs> if you get a little cold on the plane, you can throw it on and help cut the chill. <laughs> Plus... <laughs> Even after sitting in it for hours on the plane, the, why am I saying duh? <laughs> hours on the plane, the Perth will look crisp, flesh, <laughs> not winkled. And since it's designed with a refined and sophisticated appearance, you can lay it over a polo, polo, <laughs> a polo, or a sport shirt. This is hard. So you can go right from the airport to your meeting without taking it off. Oh. <laughs> that just sounded like Kawhi. But my favorite part is that the Perth is available in women and youth sizes too. Oh. I have three Perths and I love them. They're sporty, perfect to wear when I'm running errands or to to and from workouts. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> I don't work out. But if I did, I can totally see myself wearing it for that. Mostly, I love it because Ashley tells me I look nice when I wear them. That's the one you just got in the mail? Mm -hmm. It looks so good on you. Mm -hmm. And we thought maybe it was for men and I put it on and everyone it's in the office was like, perfectly. I love that. It's so cool. It fits you so perfect. So It's really nice, right? actually. Yeah, no, I agree. Sorry, Elmer. Carry on. Thank you. <laughs> Do yourself a favor and get a post today. You'll definitely thank me. You might consider getting one for your wife and kids while you're at it because they'll thank you. So head over to petermillar.com slash Nolan to get your posts. Be sure to use my link. How does he do L's? Are they just L's? I think everything's a W. Okay, great. And we'll receive <laughs> complimentary shipping and a free hat Woo! for hunting wabbits. <laughs> That's Peter Millar, M-I-L-L-A-R, <laughs> Millar, 
dot com slash Nolan. Peter Mawau dot com slash Nolan. Nolan. Whatever. Peter Mawau. Go get them. They're dope. Uh, let's start off with some news, as we always do. I'm saying that, understanding that I'm being sarcastic. Uh, Jimmy Butler. Stuff's going down. For real. He does not want to be there anymore on the Timberwolves of Minnesota. Uh, obviously, he's made it very clear he wants to be traded. Then at practice on Wednesday, he, I guess, caused a scene is what everyone's saying in the headlines. Mm-hmm. I mm-hmm. believe he just aired some grievances. Publicly, who, yeah. Who, who among us hasn't gone to work and been like, I've got some shit I'd like to get off my chest. <laughs> and they get it off their chest. Um, but he told, uh, what's his face? The GM, Scott Layden. You, I assume it says you bleeping need me. I bet it's you fucking need me because you shit need me would be weird. Mm-mm. You fucking need me. You can't win without me, which, you know, he wasn't entirely wrong because he then led a team of scrubs to beat the starters in that practice. So, I mean, if you're going to talk a big game, you immediately back it up. I'm not really sure what there is to discuss. You do need him. He is very good and he's unhappy. Um, and a lot of, apparently, according to Woj, a lot of Minnesota players left practice, uh, feeling energized by Butler's performance and they, you know, loved it. So like, I feel like that was an audition almost. Like, I get it, I'm unhappy, but you really do need me. And then he proved that he needed them and players were like, I love this. I mean, other than the players he was yelling at. But then, um, you know, as one does when they want this not to seem like a big story, they canceled practice on Thursday. <laughs> They canceled media availability, hoping it would blow over. They must not understand the internet. Mm, mm. You know, you delete a tweet, it makes it a lot worse than if you just leave it. Uh, and then the final preseason games tonight, that's Friday night versus the Bucks. Um, and he didn't, he's not playing in that. And their, their first regular season game is on Wednesday. Oh, and then, um, that's right. Pat Riley, uh, called, uh, Tibbs a motherfucker. <laughs> asking him uh they wanted more uh more picks in the in a trade cuz you know they're trying to trade him. Yeah. He called him a motherfucker. I just tossed that in there cuz I like uh A Pat Riley and B the word motherfucker. So, I mean, if you can lead a team of scrubs to win against the starters, you better get those draft picks for them. You're going to need them. For real. I just feel like I don't know. What are what's everyone's thoughts on this cuz I just think that we always overreact to people being angry about their situations when it's like Sports fans, look at yourselves. You've gone to work before, felt underappreciated, felt angry, and said some things. At least he's keeping it real. I don't know. I feel like that's a boring opinion, but I I get I don't understand why everybody overreacts to this stuff so much. I, I mean, I think if you look at it like a real job, if I came in and started swearing at my bosses and saying, you f- need me in the office, yeah, I'd get suspended. Right, but I might and might not that's the other thing is like your boss when you're when you're like yes they're your boss but literally without you that they don't have anything they can't make their product right it's like an on-air talent at a sports network situation the boss is the boss and you don't want to piss them off but at the same time they do need you and so when things are frustrating and no one's listening to you if you come in and say like what the fuck sometimes you just reach a, a breaking point it sounds like I'm saying it happened to me. It hasn't yet, but I'm just like setting the Still table. Time. Setting yeah. the table. I've only been here for like a year. 
Wait, literally oh, a year. We didn't yeah. even put this anywhere in this show. Guys, we celebrated an anniversary this week. Ashley? Oh, go ahead. Yep. Our one-year friendiversary. Ashley and I met a year ago on... October 9th. So, two, what day was that? Tuesday? Monday? Tuesday. Tuesday. Whatever. We met a year ago. Yeah. That one year in. Meaning. One year in. How are we feeling? I feel pretty great, actually. Yeah, I feel great, too. feel strong. If you guys have thoughts, feel free to let us know. <laughs> one year of friendship. Like I've known you my entire life. I know. I can't I can't remember a life before Katie. But that also kind of proves the Jimmy Butler point. Like, you know, you got when you've got friends on your team that you can kind of commiserate with, you probably don't reach this brink. But he's also like mad at the people on his team yeah. who have made it clear they wouldn't mind if he left. Like That's very awkward. Yeah. You know, I don't have that. I have you. So when I come in and I'm about to explode, you're like, hey, I, I put chicken fingers on your desk because you're really hungry. <laughs> and I noticed you hadn't eaten. Also, I love you. And you look really great in that pita mawal pullover. Pulse. In that pulse. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, I don't know. I feel like I hope Jimmy Butler get what he want, gets what he wants. But if not, find opinion. a buddy. If not, get a friend. You need an Ashley. Mm. Get an Ashley in your life. Everybody, Everybody needs, needs one. Ashley. <laughs> They're just really hard to find. Uh, all right. I guess we discussed that news story. Check. Check that box. <laughs> on to the next sport. Odell Beckham Jr. Lots going on with him this week. Yeah. Last night, specifically during uh, Thursday Night Football, he headbutted a fan? Not like a not a human. Oh, fair. Just to be clear. That's fair. Not a person cheering for the Giants. Yeah, like an air conditioning fan. Although I'm sure if he had the opportunity... I'd have about a couple fans. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I also noticed last night he's got, you know, his hair's getting real long with that hairstyle that he has. Mm-hmm. But he also has, I didn't notice this before, shaved into the back of his head like a zigzag underneath the mop. Oh. Yeah. It's a little bit of like business in the front. Well, party all over the head, but <laughs> hidden underneath a little. Trap door party. A little secret. <laughs> wow. Trap door party sounds well, like a sex position not, I'm not like, interested in. Don't want to go to that party. Welcome like to the a, trap door party. Like a secret bookcase or something. Oh, sure, sure. I, I can see why that would be what you meant, but you surely can see how I got to where yeah, I got. Yeah, yeah. Um, so he's also, I mean, these stories aren't related, but aren't they? Like he's, uh, he's frustrated with his team for good reason. Yeah. They trash. It's hard for me to speak um, neutrally about Eli Manning because I just think he's such garbage and people think that that's like, I'm mad because the Patriots. And am oh. I? Yeah. Because the only thing that's ever made this guy look like maybe he's good is that he beat us twice in the Super Bowl. He has no business doing that. Yeah. He's so bad. It's also a long time ago. It was not recent. But it was like we were, we had just gotten over it and it happened again. And so like it feels like it's sorry, just like sorry. a last time. I meant not you. Like oh. he – that was the last time he was kind of oh, good. Oh, yeah. But even then. And no, it was a long great. time ago. Sure, sure. So he's uh, garbage. Mm-hmm. Like really bad. Yeah. And, you know, Odell Beckham Jr. has always been an emotional guy. Mm-hmm. He gets worked up about things. It's funny when I look back at his trajectory of his career, how we all freaked out when he made that one-handed catch. And you just knew, if you've been watching sports for long enough, you're like, this is going to mess up what w- could have been a really good career. It's just a tough way to start your career mm. with everyone praising you for, like, a thing that then wasn't – you know what I mean? It's not like he was doing things like that all the time and people were praising him for – it's not like a Mahomes situation where he's being praised for, like – repeatedly doing these incredible things. It was like this one absolutely amazing thing 
that then just set him up to every catch after that feel like it wasn't as good as that other catch or like it wasn't even a one-handed catch that like won them a big game. It was just like a a really amazing athletic feat, but it set this weird precedent for his career. I feel like that's got to be tough the entire time he's trying to like live up to this thing. Also in every interview being asked about this thing. And he, at some point he probably reached like a, I don't want to talk about the thing anymore. I also still play football and everyone's like, right. But that catch though. Yeah. Like that sucks. And I think it's really weighed on him. I also think, and this is not a, a saying anything about Odell Beckham Jr. I don't know him well. I don't know anything about his mental health, but I do find it weird that we like when athletes come forward and discuss any issues they're having with mental health. We all say like, so strong, really amazing for you to come out and do that. But every minute leading up to that, we don't ever think, a, take a step back and go, might this be a person who in a few years will say they've struggled with a mental health thing? Mm-hmm. We don't ever treat it with the same precaution and care that we do once the person says or admits or like figures out that something's going on. I think that's weird. I think that's on us. Yeah, I was I was I had weird feelings about last night with the fan, the non-human fan. Non-human fan. Because I feel like he is Appliance. Had, Let's call it an appliance from an, here a on out. Appliance, the heretofore you know? appliance. I feel like he has had a history with inanimate objects. Yes. And it's like, obviously the kicking net was a big one, Mm -hmm. but I remember seeing video of him, um, also after a loss to the Eagles, like with headbutting like a gate in the link. Oh, yeah. And he like punched a hole in the wall at Lambeau. Yeah. And it's just like, like you're saying, it's, it's very passionate emotion, but like you got to be able to rein it in. Well, not for nothing to his credit. I'm glad they're inanimate. Yeah, yeah. Like, I don't mean to say the bar's super low, but, like, if clearly this game is really stressful and you have all these emotions that are inside of you and you need to get them out, mm-hmm. we shouldn't, I'm not saying celebrate him for doing it, but kind of. Like, <laughs> he's not going home and, like, taking it out on somebody. He's not beating up a person. He's just like, oh, I'm angry, and he kicks a kicking net. Like, kicking, the kicking is is okay, but the like head butting stuff. Well, that's you mean just on like you don't do that to yourself. You're gonna hurt yeah. yourself. Yeah, or yeah. punching a wall if you're a wide receiver. I'm shocked by how often. And Jay, I'm interested to know your thoughts, and you don't have to say anything if you don't want to. But I'm uh, by how often, how much that seems to be a thing. Men all are like, oh, I've done that. Like punched a wall. I- I've never punched a wall before, okay. um, but I do feel like it is a characterization of like. An angry, especially in sports too, like you, you get angry, you do something stupid. You're, you, I mean, like I played hockey my whole life. You would, bre- I would break my stick. What? What? Yeah. That has never once come up. Well, uh, it's coming up now. What? Uh, yeah. Wait, wait, whoa, 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 <laughs> you've whoa. You've literally never mentioned you've that. You've never before. mentioned, and when we've talked hockey, you've never been like, well, as a hockey player, you've never, I also I don't like to do the like, ever. you've never played the game thing. That's, I like, my, I, that's no, not my vibe. No, Jay. The other day, I was like, I'm clearly the best skater on this staff, and you just you said I, I, I did not hear that question, but I also would never challenge you to a foot race, Ashley, because you would beat me because you just have that superpower. I, I also gave them the speech last night when you weren't at work. I said, um, Ashley was sick yesterday, so she wasn't here, but I said, that Ashley will beat everybody in anything because as long as the only way to beat her is by going first because she doesn't know or no by going second because she doesn't know where the line is. Right. So like you let her go first 
and then you can be better than her. But if you go first, she's going to go, oh, wow, that's better than I thought I had to be. I will just be better now. But anyway, back to you, Jay. Hey. You never told anyone you played hockey. Uh, yeah, I played hockey. Uh, well, that's... And... Uh, wow. I... The dumbest <laughs> thing I ever did playing hockey was I, I got really mad because we let up a goal like in like the third period really late, and I... <clears throat> Tried to break my stick on the boards, but it like bounced back and hit me in the wrist. That's such a J thing to do. And um, and it like basically fractured my wrist, wow. and I couldn't play for like another couple of games. So all um, men are dumb, is what you're saying? Yeah, I think. That's I think the there's like away. an yeah. anger that comes with like. I mean, I, I think Ashley He's now at least explaining to us sports. Mm-hmm. No, I just feel like in in a sporting event situation, you get yeah. to like a like a you stop thinking and you're just sort of in the physical moment. Were well, you going to say you think from. Ashley at least can relate to? Uh, I wasn't gonna. Yeah. yeah why? Why wouldn't I be able to relate to that? I think we're all three very competitive people. Do you know how many? Do you know how many world champion medals she has? Junior Olympics. Junior Olympic champion. Gold. It was gold no, medals. I don't know how, and many. Then how bronze, many medals do you I have? have? One gold medal, and, or maybe two, I think. And then I have a couple bronze. It's not a big deal. So we would all. That's fine, Jay. Do you know what other? Do you know? To it. Let's try this. What sport did I play? Uh, you were a softball player. Yeah. What position did I play? Pitcher. The most stressful position. <laughs> uh, yes, Ashley would understand. And so would you. No, I, uh, yeah, I remember being frustrated after games. Mine were more of like, I would have the, I did more tears than punching. Yeah. Um, but yeah, you got, you got anger built up inside of you and you take it out. Look, I'm just saying everyone gets so like, there goes Odell Beckham Jr. again, hitting a thing. And it's like, yeah, okay. There goes other players hitting people and we don't give a Mm -hmm. shit then. Doesn't really make any sense. I just think Odell seems like, uh, and again, this isn't, I'm not like an armchair psychologist or whatever, but he just feels like a guy that has like emotions and he deals with them in ways that may seem weird to us. But guess what? I bet his emotions would seem weird to us too, because we have no idea what that feels like to be on that sort of stage and to also need to depend on a quarterback who cannot throw the ball 20 yards downfield, just doesn't have the ability to. And, like, that's going to continue to affect people on that team. And now that they have, like, a great running back in Saquon Barkley, Gosh, he's, he's, so he's so good, but it's not going to help if the quarterback can't give him that sort of space with the passing game. Like, it's just frustrating. And I imagine Saquon Barkley is probably to Odell being like, oh, I get it. What, yeah. do, what do we do? <laughs> How do we fix it? You know, but then you think of receivers that have had bad quarterbacks in the past that are really good receivers like DeAndre Hopkins must be the most frustrated receiver ever. Um, But, you know, just because he doesn't deal with it this way doesn't mean no one who is in this situation should deal with it that way. We're not willing to treat football players or any athletes really with like understanding that you're not all the same person. It's a weird thing we do as fans. I think Mm. we should cut the shit on. More importantly, let's talk about Lil Wayne. Oh, yes, please. Uh, (laughs) Because if you missed it, and I'm sure you didn't, um, it was on Countdown, right? Mm -hmm. NFL Sunday Countdown, Josina Anderson did an interview with Odell Beckham Jr. This was last Sunday. Um, And uh, Lil Wayne was there. Yep. And I guess it was because uh, Lil Wayne was like promoting his album and was going to be in town. And Josina used that information because she's got a good rapport with Odell to book the interview uh, like very last minute. And they put the whole thing together within like a day. So I get it because it's hard sometimes to get these athletes to open up and even just we've talked about this, even just giving like a a baseball player a bat when you're talking to him, I've noticed gets them to calm down. Like Drew Brees 
as an interview, a little stale. We put a football in his hand and he became like, you could tell he just like became comfortable. Mm -hmm. So anything you can do to get an athlete to open up and tell you more things, even if that means sitting Lil Wayne next to him in an interview, uh, you do what you got to do. But obviously, so much comedy there. (laughs) Just so many opportunities for jokes. Um, During the interview, obviously, Odell got in trouble for some of the stuff he said. He spoke pretty negatively about the team, namely Eli Manning. Um, But not until Thursday. So, like, the interview aired Sunday. He apologized Saturday, and they fined him on Thursday. Wait, he apologized the day before? The day before to the team. Huh. And then they were like, Thursday, they were like, you know what? Mm-mm. Um, but he said, like, I don't know about Manning. I feel like he's not going to get out of the pocket. We know Eli's not going to run it. Can he still throw it? Yeah, it's cool catching it shallow and trying to take it, but I want to go over the top of somebody, which is like, that is, that is, you shouldn't have to apologize for that. Yeah. It's fair. <laughs> and as fans in these moments, this is when we should be vocally supporting Odell and the Giants, because we're in control. How we react is how the teams will react and things will be going forward. So if we see this interview and we're like, wow, bad of e- of Odell, then the team is going to go, yeah, let's find him. Like, yeah, don't go be honest to the press. We should be like celebrating him so that more athletes and teams will say, look how great the reaction was when someone was really honest with the media. Or maybe they still won't do that. But I just don't get it. Like, we finally got an athlete to say a thing that we're all like, I wonder what he's thinking. And instead of him saying, we give 110%, everyone tries their best, he gave an answer. Yeah. And everyone's like, oh, you can't go do that. Yeah, I know he's not supposed to, but it's awesome when they do. And and Lil Wayne is there. And Lil Wayne is there, too. And then Lil Wayne, <laughs> he wasn't done talking, since I don't think he spoke much in the interview. Um, he then put up seven Instagram videos, uh, reacting to people's reactions to, again, him being present in an Odell Beckham Jr. interview. Um, Eli had said after the interview, I don't watch Lil Wayne much, so I missed a lot of him, um, which surprised no one. I don't think anyone's like, wait, Eli Manning not up on the most recent Lil Wayne news? Um, Though Eli Manning should be up on the most recent Odell Beckham Jr. news. Yeah, that feels relevant. Uh, but so he, he went at Lil Wayne and said that, which always a good idea. And so Lil Wayne rolled up a nice big blunt. Well, allegedly. Allegedly. He never smoked it. He did hold it for the whole interview in his Lil Tunchi room because that's all there was on the wall was just a neon Tunchi sign. Cool. I have one of those too. I just don't often <laughs> brag about it by filming seven videos of myself. But he said, uh, Every time I'm doing an interview about you and somebody's about to, even when I'm in the crib and amongst the homies, every time someone says something bad about you, this is Lil Wayne talking about Eli, um, I'd be the first one to defend you, <laughs> said Lil Wayne while smoking what appears to be a massive blunt. Uh, you can ask Skip Bayless. That's my homie. Shout out Skip. That's I'm reading. I am not shouting out Skip. Mm-hmm. That is him shouting out Skip. Important distinction. Right. I'm within the quote. You can ask Skip Bayless. First thing I'm going to say is, man, listen, I got an uncle that was doing time that remembers seeing Eli, Archie, Peyton, Cooper. He remembers seeing them at five in the morning, every other morning on the schoolyard, way before the students get there practicing. Is there a a prison that's got a view of the schoolyard? It sounds like it. Is there a a prison next to a schoolyard? Follow-up question, why the fuck? (laughs) (laughs) You had an uncle... 
ha- who was doing time, mm-hmm. were they practicing at the prison? I am. I have many follow-ups. And unfortunately, I don't think this story is going to survive the news cycle and we're going to get another Lil Wayne video. But I think we deserve one because what was your uncle? Where? How? Why? What? And also, Cooper was not there at five in the morning. Cooper was not throwing the ball around at five in the morning. He just wasn't. You know that. Uh and yeah, he just, uh, he went off. He also went off against friend of the show. I'm just going to say that because I like him as a person and I think he likes me too. I don't think he knows I have a podcast. So friend of the show, <laughs> Frank Isola, of all the people that Lil Wayne was going to, of all the beefs that were going to happen in the world this year, <laughs> who had money on Lil Wayne, Frank Isola? Zero people. Nobody. Zero Mm-mm. people. Frank, I know you in New York. I spent a little bit of time on an island there called Rikers. Oh, wow. Which, I'm going to be honest, if somebody said that to me, I'm scared. That's a threat. That is the best threat I've ever heard. Like, I know you're from New York. I spent some time there. In prison. Like, oh, Jesus. Uh, I don't know much about you, though. Fact is, you don't know much about me. With that said, keep my name out your mouth. If I'm Frank Isola, I'm like, yes, sir. Yes, sir. <laughs> yes, sir. Thank you, sir. Yes, sir. Thank you, sir. Uh, Jacoby was telling me that his favorite part is that in all those seven Instagram videos, he continues, uh, Lil Wayne continues to call, uh, Josina, Miss Josina, or Miss Anderson, or Miss Josina Anderson. He's like, he's Southern. He has no reason that he has to continue to, uh, like be proper like that. He's Lil Wayne, but he, he does. It's very respectful. Miss Josina. Like, well, why don't they ever call them like Mr. Odell, Mr. Isola? That's also respectful. It's a good point. Yeah. Another thing I did not know, and I'll just say this and then we'll move on. For like a year, the only person Lil Wayne followed on Instagram was Molly Karam. What? Yeah. Uh, okay. Molly Karam Rose. Married Sorry, now. that's so, that's so. <laughs> Jacoby was telling me, he goes, you know, my, my issue is the only person for a year he followed was Jalen's wife. And I'm in my head was like, I don't know, because I obviously they're married. Obviously, I know that. But I just I think of her as Molly. Yeah. Um. So when he said Jalen's wife, I was like, wow, Lil Wayne just randomly followed Jalen's wife. And then my brain went, well, duh, Jalen's wife is Molly Karam Rose. Um. <laughs> we're just hyphenating it for them. I don't know if they've made that decision. It's on her desk outside. Okay. So All right. I didn't know. Um, that's what I went off of. And I was like, oh, I guess that makes a little bit more sense. But still, what a statement. Yeah. Huh. Yeah. Interesting. Oh, Ashley, you had a question for me. My question for you is. Oh, I did? I thought maybe it's in here. Uh, I found the nearest prison to Archie Manning's house. Oh! (laughs) (laughs) It's like across the Mississippi River. So if Lil Wayne's uh, uncle was watching them play football, that would be... That would be a very long distance well, to watch them. He's from. got that Ashley vision. He's maybe had, I don't know. Like I, I have 2010 vision. Has just, Ashley told you ever that she's 2010? She brings it up vision. a lot. It, it's just when it's relevant. So she plays, uh, Jay plays hockey. I do. Yeah. Not, Not anymore. Never. Not professional. It. Never again. But was that the house they've always lived in? And did they go to school somewhere else? Yeah. We need to be looking up where I'm their looking school up football is. fields around the nearest prison. And Childhood I'm not home, one. There's an academy sports outdoors, but that feels like it's new. I feel like there's there's probably a <clears throat> a database for something like this. 
I feel like there's also zoning laws for things like this. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Where is it that there's no zoning laws? That's Houston, right? But this is New Orleans, so yeah, maybe so not. I, I don't know. I just know in Houston, I think you can put like a strip club next to a, a restaurant. Yeah, or Houston something. has got yeah, Houston zoning laws um, are weird. I study them. No, but the Mannings have always lived in the same house. Uh, 14, famously. 21st Street. <laughs> famously. Oh, just give out their address? It's on Google. Did you just dox the Mannings <laughs> on this podcast? It's on Google. <sighs> it's on Google. Famous last words. So somebody, not my, wrote this follow-up question for you, Katie Nolan. What is it? Who would you bring as your co-pilot for a tell-all interview? Ashley. It says, besides Ashley, of course. Ashley. I feel like you would need somebody famous to take some of the like, you need that, you need somebody famous and random over there to distract. Kesha. Oh, that's good. That's good. That's really good. Yeah. I don't think she would not say anything though, but I would like everything she said. I think Lil Wayne spoke. I think they just edited it out. I hate that word so much. I hate that word so much. Edited it. it. Performed an edit. It's always like you got to stop yourself. Like edit, did did too many. Edit, edit, not enough. Edited it. Edited it. Edited it. Edited it. Okay, we got it. That's making me think of Paul. Remember when Paul tweeted out edited it or whatever? He still work here? No, he doesn't. No, he does. Oh well, that's not funny because I he is on the brink. I think that sums up all of that. Sports check. We did check. two sports stories. Check. Sports check. Next sports story of the sports podcast. Charles Barkley admitted on Jimmy Fallon he hasn't worn underwear in 10 years. That's a long time. 10 years. Since 2008. And not only that, he said he burned all of his underwear. Sorry? And like, so the way, the way that this came out, if anybody didn't see the clip, was Barkley was on Fallon and Fallon was like, Oh, we got your coworker Shaq to record a secret question for you. And Shaq basically called him out and was like, Why don't you wear underwear <gasps> on when you're doing broadcast? Bad friend. And well, you know, good content, bad friend. Good content. And Charles Barkley was basically like, 10 years ago, I decided I didn't need underwear anymore and I burned all my underwear and I'm happy with that decision. Burned. Just burned, burned. All of my underwear. All of his drawers. All of his drawers. Drawers. All of his drawers. All of his drawers. All of his panties. What? No. Hard pass. I like to call men's underwear panties because I know it makes them feel bad and I like making them feel bad. (laughs) It makes sense because they're underpants. Yeah. Ours, and they look a little bit like pants depending on if you're a boxer or a brief. Let's establish that. We think Charles Barkley was wearing briefs, (laughs) boxers, or boxer briefs. Uh, Oh. I don't want you to picture it. I just want to well, know. Like, how, did, how was he supposed to make a decision like that without picturing he it? He strikes me as a boxer's kind of guy. And here's why. Because the transition from no box from boxer to no panties <laughs> is a lot easier than transitioning from a brief yeah. or a boxer brief. Because yeah. boxers are essentially pants that you're wearing under your pants. Right. So, like, I think it would be an easier transition. I don't think if you're a person who's a brief guy, first of all, weird. Second of all, I don't think that you, not that I'm here to kink shame. I don't think that you can make the transition from briefs to nothing that strongly. I think it's a much easier transition. Maybe that's why he liked it so much because it was so liberating. Yeah, but maybe it was, maybe that's why he like went from. What's going on under basketball shorts? 100 to zero. I think they have like the, now they have the tight. The like spandexy ones, like but do they? But do they wear underpants under the compression shorts? Compression uh, knees? I, I don't know. I, I doubt it. Shortsies. I'm just trying to think of like 
Imagine if he wasn't wearing underpants when he played. That oh, would be bad. Gross. Or great. It's a great intimidation tactic. Draymond Green would think twice. <laughs> sure would. <laughs> or he... Whatever. Um, okay, so... Sports check. First of all, let's let's discuss the pros of not wearing underpants. Okay. For 10 years. Saving some money. Mm-hmm. Laundry. Uh, la- oh, Less my laundry. God. There's so... Well, then again, laundry is the thing... Like, underwear are the things that let me know it's time to do laundry. When I'm running out of underwear, I'm like, okay, it's laundry time. <laughs> Otherwise, I'd be like, well, these jeans are dirty, They're but fine. who's going to care? Right. I could wear the same pair of jeans every day. It's underwear that lets me know, like, you haven't done laundry in a while. So if you're not wearing underwear, how do you know when to do... Lo- well, he's a man. We probably should have established that. So he's yeah. probably not doing his own laundry anyway because patriarchy. Uh, more positives of not wearing underwear for 10 years. Uh, you're not going to have any um, breathing issues down there. There's no like ventilation problems. Yeah, there's a healthy breeze. Plenty of breeze and mm-hmm. air. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, let's just jump to the negatives because I'm running out of positives. <laughs> you can't ever wear just basketball shorts. I mean, you could, but it would be frowned upon. To a family event, you're always going to feel like you got to wear a pant. Yeah, and kind of a thick pant. Because you don't want to be the guy that sits down on the couch and the kids are playing and somebody can look up your short. You don't want to. Oh, that's true. Yeah. That's true. You don't want to put anybody in a weird position. Mm -mm. Like linen pants probably out. Yeah. Oh, any pant that like is going to be a little too tight, definitely out. Mm -hmm. When you tuck in your shirt, is that going to become a problem? I don't. We really do need a male so. voice here. I don't think so. I no, don't think the oh. tuck in is the problem. But jeans, I just wouldn't that. I think it would hurt. But again, and I, I don't it. really want Jay to answer, and I'm like not <laughs> making eye contact on purpose because now we're in this weird spot where we don't have a man who can weigh in, and the only man here is an employee, and he works on our show, and I don't want to know about Jay's underwear. So Jay, I'm begging you, please don't answer. I'm gonna bring the mic but it, down. It, it does feel. <laughs> It, it just does feel like we need a man to explain. But I think there would be chafing. Jay, say nothing. Say nothing. But I think there would be chafing. An issue with, like, rubbing and some sort of, like, there's too much friction involved. Like, I know a lot of boxer briefs are made from that material that's really slippy. So it, like, creates the, the pants slide over it, whereas before it would get. But I think if you're just going skin to pant. Like, I'm just seeing a lot of don't say a word. Um, just seeing a lot of chafing, which actually doesn't, isn't, doesn't Shaq work for Gold Bond? Sure, yeah. I think he does ads. I don't know that he works for them. <laughs> no, he works in the factory creating the powder. No, I think he does Gold Bond. He does the general. Wow. What doesn't, what doesn't Shaq do ads for? He does ads for a lot of stuff. Does he do Gold Bond and Icy Hot? And are those competitors? Or are they the opposite? This is really, we're having, I think this a lot, but having balls would really help right now. <laughs> I see hot for sure he does. Okay. Uh, I'm looking up gold. He and does gold. He does that little shake, that little dance. Uh, also, I think I see hot is something you could like put on your shoulder for like a muscle thing. No, I'm saying, you know? yeah, yeah, I know. You don't want to put icy hot in your balls. No, I think, yeah, I don't think you'd want that. Gold bond is for like not smelling. It seems like I his- thought it was for make for not. Ch- I thought it was essentially baby powder for men who didn't want to use something called baby powder because yeah. again masculinity. I think that is true, but I see how it is more like when you have tense muscles and you need to like. But isn't be tense. isn't Gold Bond also for like I don't know? They just seem like they're in the same. I think they have category. The, they have like the same tingle. They're in the same aisle. They're in the same aisle. I'd it's imagine like tingle products aisle. Uh, what tingle products? Sure. So it's like Vicks Vapor Rubs also in there, right? <laughs> And Pop Rocks. Uh, no, no. That's one aisle over, I think. Okay. Great. Tingle adjacent. 
Um, yeah, the only times I don't wear underwear is when I have to do laundry and I didn't have time to do laundry. Cool. Same or shame. <laughs> it's a segment we're working on uh, for the show. We'll just try it out on the podcast. I'm not Same gonna sh- or shame. I'm not going to shame you, but I usually go like bathing suit bottom. Oh, I've done that. Yeah. Oh, I'm talking. Oh, I'm talking like I really didn't do laundry. Like I really oh, needed like to. I've exhausted the bathing, the bathing suit are... bottoms. Yeah. You just sometimes go without. Yeah. Yeah. I'm okay. not allowed to wait. No, so. Jay, no, you're not. And Put I've also decided on. I'm going to move on anyway. Um, <laughs> okay. That's a sports story. That's three sports stories in the first, in the A block of the podcast. Look at us doing the damn thing. Next sports story. Uh, the match. Between Phil and Tiger. Is that what they're officially calling it? Yeah. The match? Love- Dope. So suspenseful. Uh, that's going to be in November. We all know about that. Uh, Tiger Woods playing Phil Mickelson for $9 million. They're going to show it on pay-per-view on, like I said, did I say, the Friday after Thanksgiving. Uh, we find out this week, fans not going to be allowed onto the course. That's so weird. It's just going to be a small gathering of sponsors and VIPs. Because when I think passionate sports fan i think a small gathering of sponsors and vips it's also like when you picture tiger and phil half of the stuff i'm picturing them is them like reacting and turning around and waving to the fans or like like when tiger just won and that horde of people was following him like that's the whole thing and also this is like it's pay-per-view it's not I'm assuming officially sanctioned. It's not a PGA event. This is like strictly a money grab. Let's make a thing that's crazy that people have always said they wanted and we're going to give it to them and then not let them come. It feels it feels like if you have two people that you're teeing up rightfully Uh as legends, like you need to see the impact they're having on other people to kind of like feel that. That iconic presence. It will feel you know super I mean? weird. Remember the baseball game a while, a couple years ago? There were protests. So my brain's saying I think it was in St. Louis, but I could be wrong. There were protests outside of the stadium, and so they played the game with it was the Orioles. Oh, the Orioles. in Baltimore. Yeah, same. Um, they <laughs> they played the the um the game without any fans, and it was so weird. It's bizarre. It was so. Weird. Golf is going to feel like – golf without fans is going to feel like I'm watching just two dudes on like a Saturday morning kicking it. Also, are they afraid of golf fans? Golf fans are the softest – Oh, is that why? I, no, I, I'm just trying to figure out if they're like, oh, well, it's go- it's going to be too intense. Everybody wants to see these two. The fans are going to be crazy. It's like, yeah, they're going to be crazy, but they're still going to be golf fans. So like they'll clap yeah, loudly, I guess. I kind of thought it was an attempt to get more pay-per-view money. Oh, that makes more sense. But you could get ticket money. You yeah. could charge a bunch of money for those tickets. That doesn't make it's sense gonna to me. It's going to be so strange. And I don't think it's going to add to the – I don't think anyone's thinking like a TV producer in that situation. I think they're thinking maybe money-wise and like you said, more pay-per-view views, more views to pay per. More pays. More pays to purview. In the bigger purview of things, I think they're thinking of the pays in the per, but, um, but I don't think anyone's going, Hey, from a, from a TV standpoint, it's going to look weird to just have like a bunch of also like it, when you're a performer, you feed off energy yeah. and there's going to be none. Yeah. It's so strange. I mean, maybe it's different for golf. I don't know. Because I know they're always shushing people. 
Jordan Spieth is always like, I need perfect silence. It's like, okay, fuck Jordan Spieth. Be lamer somehow. Find a way. You need perfect silence. Like, I get it. The mashed potatoes thing is annoying when people, Baba Booey, all annoying. I get that. But when there's like a little bit of talking in your backswing and you need to like stop and yell at your caddy to go yell at the, you, Jordan Spieth is what I'm saying. This is the takeaway. <clears throat> but yeah, I think it's weird. And I also think, because we t- kind of talked about this on the show this week, Always Late with Katie Nolan, available on ESPN Plus, four ninety nine a month. Uh, sports are kind of, it's sports relationships with fans is really strange to me. Because when you think about it, sports are like an entertainment product. And the fans... I know fans like to think everything's about them, but it is kind of about them. If the product isn't good and the fans aren't watching, they will change the product to bring back the fans. But then there's this weird other side of things where it's like, well, we can't let the fans go to this thing. And so on the show this week, we talked about college football attendance and how that's down. And then Saban said that thing about students not showing up. Mm -hmm. And I was just like, because you give them these insane lotteries that they have to enter and then maybe they'll get a ticket, maybe they won't. Some schools charge, some schools don't charge, but other schools bake in the cost of it into your tuition, so you're paying for it either way. And it's like, how are there empty seats when there's hundreds of drunk kids in the parking lot? Just let the kids in. Just give them the ticket. Fill the seats. Get the attendance. You look better. Fans are happy. Students are happy. Why don't? Why wouldn't you do that? And this feels like one of the, like, it, it's just they're pricing out actual sports fans. It doesn't make any sense to me. Me either. I guess like the VIP tickets can go for like an incredibly high amount. If you know there's only a certain number of people like you feels even more exclusive. But it's like the Super Bowl. Have you ever been to a... I have. In hell. <laughs> when you go to the Super Bowl, you notice that like there's obviously a ton of people there. But a lot of them aren't the best fans. You're getting the fans that can – the best of the fans that could afford to go. Yeah. Because Super Bowl tickets are expensive. Mm-hmm. You've got to obviously go to a location that's not home for your team. And so you see this weird mix of like, there's a lot of corporate sponsors and a lot of, well, my company got tickets, so we get to go. Or a lot of like really passionate fans who spent, not a lot of them, there's a few really passionate fans who spent a bunch of money to go. And then you know they're like, well, I can't have this next year and I've got to cut out this and I got a second mortgage. I needed to go to this game. But there's not that much of that. And I just think like the biggest game of the year, these big events, like this, the match should have like crazy excited sports fans. Why wouldn't you want that? I don't know. I don't get it. I have a lot of thoughts on this because I was thinking about it the other night when I was partaking in activities and I just have so many thoughts. But I can save those for later. We have more sports stories to get to. We haven't done the in so long. so long since like Jay last played hockey. <laughs> it's been a while. It's been a long time. <laughs> um, before we move on from that sports story, are you guys going to watch that? Are you going to pay to view it? No, zero percent chance. I think my dad might really want me to. It'll be on in my yeah in my parents' house. Well, I, it's the Friday after Thanksgiving. I feel like I'm going to be at home. I feel like my dad's going to buy it. Oh, I feel like Steve. Or my dad's, dad's going to buy it too. Or my dad's going to ask me like. Do you have a connection to get this? Because my dad, my, like, pe- does this happen to you guys when you work in sports? People in your life are like, Hey, I want to go to that Red Sox game. Do you have tickets? I'm like, I don't work at Fenway. <laughs> the game's not on ESPN. 
You don't just walk in and go, hmm, let me see, what tickets do I want this week? <laughs> so, no, I don't. But my dad will surely ask me if I have a way to get it for free. And then I'll feel bad and I'll pay for it. So I do think, if I'm being honest <laughs> with myself, I am going to pay for of you yeah. a bit. Should be fun. At least it's going to be close. Tiger is a heavy favorite, which, again, not sure if that's a good idea. But we can move on to our next sports story, which is, obviously, we know the league has asked, the league being the NBA, has asked J.R. Smith to cover up his big Supreme tattoo on his leg. And we mm-hmm. had the brilliant suggestion of just, just tattoo nachos on your thigh. And now you've got a nacho Supreme tattoo, and they can't be mad about that. That's not advertising. <laughs> a lot of places call their nacho Supreme. But anyway, now apparently they're also making Lonzo Ball cover up his big baller brand tattoo. And the only reason I put this in, the reason I love this story so much is because all he needed was a fucking Band-Aid. <laughs> it is a small tattoo on his arm <laughs> that now is a Band-Aid. Over under three days before LeVar responds in some way. Under. I'd say actually three and a half. Over under three and a half. Under. 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 I actually don't know when the story came out, so it's entirely possible he's already, we're already over that. Point is, he's been kind of quiet lately. Yeah. Right? Or have I just done such a good job of muting his name on Twitter and making sure, like I installed a thing in my Google browser that's like, don't ever, anytime it says his name, just put something else there. Puppy. Wait, that, is that real? No, but you can't, they, people do make those like extensions for browsers that replace names and words with other words. Huh. They might be in beta. Like, I don't know if they're like ready to go, but I can find it for you. Yeah. See if you have a connection that could hook me up with one. I got a free one. <laughs> Thanks. They're all free. So, um, Do you, would you, I don't know. I feel like I'm trying to turn this into a story. It really is. And I just wanted it's to laugh at the fact just that he's just got a little bandaid. Like with JR, it's like, what's he going to do? And him is like, oh, I guess let's put this bandaid on. <laughs> That's still so weird to me just as a concept that you can make someone cover up a tattoo. I'm okay with them making him cover up a big baller brand tattoo, though. Well, because with JR, the thing was, Supreme didn't pay him or ask him in any way to get that tattoo. He just loves Supreme, mm-hmm. and so he got the tattoo. With big baller brand, it's different, right? It's not like he just loves big baller brand. It's his dad's company, and his dad maybe asked him to, maybe didn't. I don't know. I don't want to say anything about that family and suggest in a way that he parents them because I know how that ends. But I'm just saying there is a connection. There's a benefit. There's a cost-benefit analysis, whatever, <laughs> for that. CBA, yeah. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Um, that's what people mean when they talk about a CBA in sports. It's cost-benefit analysis. Oh, okay. Um, but it is weird. Where do they draw the line? Yeah. I, I mean, it's there are so many tattoos. And you think of people, players, who have a ton or famous for having so many tattoos. Right. Like, Chris Anderson. Right. And, but he can, he can, he can, I, I want you to stop. I want, that'd be one of those times you just keep going. And I go, and you just, yep, yep, yep. So anyway, Chris Anderson has, it's not working. I can't, I can't do working. it in a straight face. He's allowed to show everything. Who is? Uh, Chris Anderson. Okay. He has, all, <laughs> it's like a nice pigeon. Is in the studio. I've always pictured him more of like a caca kind of bird. Wow, I bet you, you have. Know? Yeah, yeah. Not, okay, go ahead. Really so, who are we talking me. about? Uh, Chris Anderson. Caca! Is that better? <laughs> Is that uh, less distracting? Caca! Caca! <laughs> uh, yeah, they should be able to have their tattoos on display, whatever they are. 
It is interesting. Like if you got a cartoon tattoo, if you get a Family Guy tattoo, they're going to be like, "Oh, well, that's promoting." That's something promoting. Not on our network. Yeah, yeah, there's a weird line, huh? Interesting. Mm-hmm. Stay tuned to find out more. Is still in the league? I don't think, I don't so. think so. I think he just. I think he got out. Didn't we lock you in a dumpster once? <laughs> I got out. Okay. Uh, we're still talking sports here on the sports podcast. My favorite thing about doing this now is that we're surrounded by like Will Kane stuff and Jalen and Jacoby stuff. And it's just like, oh, I get a lot because we're going and then this is the same room that Stephen A. Smith does. Stephen A. Smith does a real show from here, as does Paul Feinbaum. And we use this room for bird noises. Uh, Oh, our next segment was going to be, I have a question. Look, I don't want this to get weird, but I was coming up with an idea for a segment. And um, the point of the segment would mainly be like when you want to say something about something, but you don't want to talk about it too much. You just genuinely have a question because I found if you talk about something without knowing everything about it, people on Twitter will tell you all the ways you were wrong. So if you if you just want to ask one question and you frame it in the form of a question then they're still going to respond to you on Twitter. And this way, it's just, I'm not saying, I'm just asking, mm-hmm. you know? I think that's so smart. I, I, the, the, in an ideal world, the segment would be a bunch of different questions I have about news stories. Um, but I mentioned last week that I wanted to do this and I didn't get other stories, but I do still have this one question about a Cristiano Ronaldo related thing. And so just real quick, don't get all sad or any, or weird or anything. I just genuinely have a question. About this Cristiano Ronaldo story. Are we supposed to answer it or God, just no. listen? God, no. Okay. It is not a question for you. Okay. Um, or you, Jay. It's just a question. Because there are Cristiano Ronaldo fans out there. There are people that I have seen brush the story off like it's not a story. Um, I've There's been a lot of... It's just a lot of things. And I, I just am curious to know in this specific situation. Okay, let me just ask the question. I mean, I, I'm just like beating around the question. So my question, how do you defend what Cristiano Ronaldo is accused of? How do you defend him against it when there's evidence such as the following? He himself wrote when asked uh, if the woman he is alleged to have raped, if she ever screamed or called out, and he wrote, she said no and stop several times. I have a question. When Cristiano Ronaldo himself says, she said no and stop several times. What is the defense there? Because you can't do the, what was she wearing? We can't do the, well, she went up to his hotel room. He's literally saying, she said no and stop several times. And I just would like to know, from a Cristiano Ronaldo fan or a defender, what your what your defense is for that? Because I've come up with a, like I can argue anything, and I can't. I don't understand even the mental gymnastics you would have to do. That this one seems super cut and dry to me, um, based on the words of the athlete. But I'll be honest, that's happened before. Like when Derek Rose made it very clear in his testimony, he did not understand the meaning of consent. Uh, but then argued that she consented to the thing he was accused of doing. And I, I just, I genuinely, I have a question. And my question is, how do you defend it when Cristiano Ronaldo himself says she didn't want to, 
She said that she didn't want to, but she made herself available. How do you defend it when Cristiano Ronaldo himself says, but she kept saying, no, don't do it. I'm not like the others. I apologized afterwards. I just want to know. I just have a question. And the question is, what the fuck? That's good. This, the silence was what I wanted. It, it was like, don't answer the question. And also, when it's over, let's all just look at each other. So let's try that again. Good. Strong. So I just have a question. I have a bunch of other questions kind of related to that, but I won't bring them down. Actually, just one really quick question. This one you can answer if you want to. Okay. If um, there, So there's this narrative now that like it's a tough time for men because of all the assault stuff. Um, and the the premise there being that any woman that you've ever slept with can come out and say that you raped her. Okay? Uh, just, let's just pretend that's even true. So I have a question. Why isn't every sexual experience happening from here on out, starting with a man explicitly asking a woman if she wants to have sex? Because you'd think, if it was a tough time for men, that that would be every sexual experience now would start with, you're consenting, right? Um, but I, it isn't. And so I feel like, I don't know, just off the top of my head, it feels like maybe they're scared, but not so scared that they're willing to maybe just ask. I think that's good advice. Yeah. Right? Very you can just say, hey, we're about to have sex. We're both cool with that, right? And then she can go, yeah. And then that's consent. Now, if at any point she says, no, you stop. But I know that's complicated. Just on this basic one, if you're super scared, just ask. Does that mean the answer might be no? Yeah. Does that mean the answer was probably no, even if you didn't ask? Yeah. So just ask. It's not that scary. Just fucking ask. You know, it doesn't sound sexy, but well, you can say it in a women, sexy voice. Also, women might actually, I'd find that kind of sexy. Oh, good for him. <laughs> I don't know. Crazy, but it's scary out here for men. We've got more sports. <laughs> That's what six sports stories checked off. And let's end it on a high note here. Usain Bolt, noted runner, famously, <laughs> noted runner. famously a runner, fast man, uh, is now playing soccer. In Australia. Good for him. And he started a game and he scored twice. Huh. Two goals. Two goals, one bolt. You saying goal. You saying goal. It was good. You, it wasn't. <laughs> Didn't feel right. Ooh, ooh. Do saying bolt. Wow. <laughs> wow. 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 Oh. Um, wow. Shout out to Ian Carmel. Listen to All Fantasy Everything. It's a good podcast. So explain this to me, Jay. You're my soccer guy. Yeah. <laughs> strictly based on the fact that he's always talking about Jose Mourinho. It's just every week, pitches a segment. <laughs> Guys, this that. is the week. Jose Mourinho's going to get fired. Okay. It's going to happen. Yep, but it hasn't yet. But it will. Right. So he's playing for the A-League? Yeah. It's the uh, – so Australia's league is like the Premier League in England. The A-League is their like highest tier like soccer league. Serie A. Yeah, exactly. A-League. Yeah. Bundesliga. Correct. I There's only going. 10 teams in the A-League, so it's not as like – Years of a competition. Also, right, right. In Australia, soccer is not a huge. Well, so sport. I was going to say it is the top league in soccer in Australia. in Australia. Yes, but in Australia, they have a ton of different soccer-esque sports. Yeah, they have. Uh, they have like Aussie rules football have, is their is their biggest, and sport. they have and rugby, then, and then rugby is the second biggest, and then cricket probably is third, and then soccer. There isn't a third type of soccer-y football game in there somewhere. 
Uh, a- Oz rules is like the big thing. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. And then rugby. I don't think there's a third type. I thought there was a third type. Like football or something? It's something weird. Who knows? But so soccer's not that huge. Why Australia? Do we know? That was the team that like made a deal with him. So basically what happened was Usain Bolt was like, I want to play soccer now. Oh, oh no. Was- is it Usain? And I said Usain. Uh, I, I feel insane. What? That was good. I was I just apologizing. He said Usain Bolt. And I was like, oh, no. Is that oh, how no. we're supposed to say it? I don't know. And I didn't look. And I feel bad now. That's uh, fine. That's fine. Jay, you continue to say it the right way. And we're sorry. I'm not. I never played the game of run. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't know. <laughs> this is like when we found out Cuba Gooding Jr. was Cuba Gooding Jr. Wait. And I was thrown that for was, a loop. That's not true. Yeah, it was a mind bender. Yeah. That's, well, that's, that was like since that he did that movie with the snow dogs. That was a long time ago, I want to say. Cuba, I thought. Is it not? I think it is Cuba. Cuba. Okay. This is like when Marquette King told me his name was Marquette. I still don't know if he meant it. I feel as though this comes up every week on the podcast. <laughs> Shout out to Marquette or Marquette King, who either has a uniquely pronounced first name or a great sense of humor and like <laughs> They had to cut out every time I said his name in that interview because I called him Marquette. Whatever. Back to Us- Usain Bolt. He basically was like, I want to play soccer now. And the Central Coast Mariners were like, we will let you come train with us. Uh, it's like, I guess I looked it up today. It's like an hour north of Sydney. Uh, it's really nice there. I feel probably. like everything is. Um, and then he went there on like a non-conditional training contract. So basically it was like... They were like, you might never play. And then he started coming off the bench. They're still in preseason. I think their first game is coming up. But he started coming off the bench a couple months ago. And then yesterday was the first time he started. And he scored a brace. He scored two goals. Aussie facts. Aussie facts. So two goals in soccer. Oh, what? Really? Yeah. It's called a brace. I don't think that's true. It's it's a thing. I don't think that's true. All right. He's just out here making things up. Aussie trivia. What's the capital of Australia? Melbourne. No. What is it? Uh, It's Canberra. Thank you. So you said no, like... Well, because it teased me up for Aussie trivia number two. Oh. Why'd they pick Canberra to be the capital of Australia? I knew this, too. Um, They have the best candy. Jay looks genuinely upset. I know. Ashley's like, I don't care. Let's move on. And Jay's like, God, but I know this one. It's because they wanted it to be... Sydney wanted it to be Sydney. Melbourne wanted it to be Melbourne. And it was directly, like, equidistant. It was the city in between the two. I believe. That's, yeah, that's I'm like, not going to look it up. Like Harrisburg. Sure. In yes. Pennsylvania. Just like that. It is like that. Yeah. Canberra is like famously the worst city. It's so boring. There's nothing to do there. And it's the capital of Australia. Wow. Aus- Aussie facts. Give it a go. Pope facts. Give it a go. Hey, we haven't had. Well, that was pretty good. Yeah, it was pretty yeah. good. Can you say anything else? Sure. Anything you want. Australia. No, it's getting worse. Yeah, it's getting bad. It, getting eating, really bad. Eating is really good. <laughs> getting really it's, bad. It's almost Kiwi. You sound a little Kiwi. Yeah, my, my best friend's from New Zealand. One of my best friends from New Zealand. My so. best friend is from New Zealand. And then quickly, I play hockey. Quickly qualify Sorry, one, one of, of my, my best, best friends. friends just yeah, in case they're You know, Cammie Nolan used to always say you can only have one best. But she had three. And yeah, still I, friends. She famously would always tell me that I had to narrow down how many friends I had. I'm like, Mom, we got bigger fish to fry. Let's not focus on me having three best friends. Let's just be happy three people want to know me. You gave me a shitty haircut. It's fine. Um, scale of one to ten, how impressed are we by Usain Bolt's ability to do two sports? Pretty impressed. Oh, I thought you were going to say what I... I thought you were thinking about saying what I want to say. You were trying to see if it was offensive. Like, running's not really a sport. Oof. 
Running's hard. It is absolutely hard, and it is an athletic achievement, but running is part of soccer. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. You're not just a skating champion. You're like hockey combined there's skating. Like, no, there's speed skating. Sure. Yeah, I guess. And that, that's speed running. You're right. It is a different thing, but like speed running. <laughs> Sprinting. Is running. Yep. It's like swimming. It's the same thing. There's different kinds of strokes. Yeah. There's different lengths of races. Right. But if you're fast and you can run, mm-hmm. that will translate in soccer. It's not like, how are these skills going to translate? Yeah. I mean, you also have to do other stuff when you play soccer. You do? Yeah. I never play the Although, game. I, well, I did. Don't worry. I know. Um, Ashley gets it. His second goal was like, <laughs> oh, you saw the highlights? Uh, yeah, I watched both goals. The second one was well. You were watching the game, kind of I'm like sure. an old, right. an own goal that he just kind of finished. Ah, so it, the second one not very impressive. The first one was kind of, kind of, kind of. He edited it. Okay. <laughs> uh, well, he's he got the brace. He braced it. So brace, brace yourselves. Brace yourselves for game two. <laughs> Great. Sports. Hey, speaking of uh, sports, how many sports stories was that? Nineteen. Really oh, impressive stuff. 19 whole sports stories on the podcast. Eight braces of sports. We've, we crushed it. I have a question. Is anyone still listening? Um, speaking of athletes playing two sports, let's go ahead and get to that voicemail from the beginning. But before we do that, uh, today's podcast also brought to you by Masterclass. So Ashley, what am I getting myself into? I feel like we've been doing a lot of voice impersonations recently. Accents and such. Accents and such. Yeah. I would, I would like to go back to an oldie but goodie, which is just like a motivation. A motivation. Yeah. So for this one, Catherine, I would like you to read this ad read as if you're in a heated argument at the library. As as I often am. Mm-hmm. In the library. Like really mad. And mad. At the library. Often. Action. Psst. Hey. Hey. Steph Curry's master class is a once in a lifetime. To learn from one of the greatest shooters in NBA history, Masterclass offers online classes taught by the best in the world over in over four hours of movie-quality video lessons. Steph will teach you perfect shooting mechanics, footwork, and scoring techniques. Break down specific drills that will make you a better ball handler. Analyze NBA game footage to improve your basketball IQ. Shh. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Hey, I'm not done with you. (laughs) In addition to Steph's class, you can choose from classes taught by over 35 other masters. Because nothing's ever good enough for you. How about this? Huh? Huh? How about this? Gordon Ramsay teaches cooking. Malcolm Gladwell teaches writing. Ron Howard teaches directing. New classes are always being added across a wide range of fields, such as music, cooking, writing, film, books, I'm sure. I know you love books. Whether you're pursuing your passion or developing your career, you will find a master class for you. Look at me. If you don't look at me, you can't read my lips. Do you think that Masterclass is going to be mad? Can you 
hear the things I'm saying? Yes or no? Yes, I can hear you. Okay. <laughs> well, guess what? They've been featured by the New York Times, Vanity Fair, and a little place called ESPN. Ever heard of it? Shh. No laughing. Our listeners can get Steph Curry's class or unlock access to every single masterclass for a whole year right now at masterclass.com slash Nolan. Shh. Thank you. You'll gain unlimited access to over 35 world-class masters, all for one surprisingly low annual price. Okay, I'm sorry that I yelled. I just got very worked up. But you understand what the deal is? Yes. Okay. Are you sorry? I'm so sorry. Are you? Say it one more time. I'm so sorry. You should be. Masterclass.com slash Nolan for unlimited access to Masterclass. Learn from the best in the world at Masterclass.com slash Nolan. Shh. Okay, sorry. We're leaving. That's good. Felt strong. I, anytime I can bring Ashley in, I do it. Whispering hurts, man. I like look down at my paper and you're like, look at me. I was like, oh gosh. She wasn't looking at me. What you guys don't know, and maybe someday we'll flip one of these cameras on and let you see what it's like when we make a podcast. But when I do those, I'm making eye contact with Ashley in a way that if I were Ashley, I bet's pretty uncomfortable. <laughs> but I need it. During the ones where you're angry, it's, I get uncomfortable. It helps. Yeah. It's really hard to be angry at nothing. It's really easy. It's not easy to be angry at you. Well, but I'm a method, you know. So it's no, like I just I have to like get into it. We'll we'll film. You're right. We should film it at some point. Because <laughs> the faces and how into it you get are just amazing. Because I don't know how to do it any other way. I know. Like I don't know how to just do a voice. I have to pretend I'm mad, which is very easy. Okay. Earlier in the podcast, what was his name? Brian. Brian. I knew that. I just was testing you. Australia facts. <laughs> what was the guy? What was, the, what was the name of the guy who left a voicemail? Brian. Oh. Oh. Okay. Okay, got it. Sorry. Pope facts. Has there ever been a pope named Brian? No. Yes. Is Yes, it's no. <laughs> I think. I miss pope facts. We got to bring him back. We'll bring him back. Okay, so Brian asked if we think how many starting current starting NFL quarterbacks could dunk. Uh, he said between him and his friends that they're wondering if it's over or under 20, correct? Correct. And so at first... Uh, it seems like my instinct, I just say under, right? Mm-hmm. But like I said before, there's a lot of factors. And so this seemed like a really interesting discussion. I think maybe we start with just like who we know is a no. Okay. So let's like Eli Manning. He's, no. he's not dunking. We don't know his vertical, but it doesn't matter. <laughs> uh, I'm going to go ahead and say I'm comfortable saying Eli Manning cannot dunk. I also think Tom Brady. Yeah, no. that's fair. Tom Brady's a no. Sorry, babe. Uh, <laughs> I just don't think he could do it. I mean, I think maybe he could, but I don't think he could. So if we'll you just told say, him he had like a year to train to dunk, he would be able to. Maybe. But as it currently stands, nah. I mean, he's he's 6'4". Right. So is Eli. Also famously a terrible vertical at the combine. Very. Tom Brady? Yes. 
24 and a half. What's a good vertical at a combine? So that's a good question. It seems like the average-ish was like, you want, you definitely want to be above 30. Okay. Um, and I remember somebody recently had like 41 and a half and that was amazing. Well, so for a quarterback, you're not usually getting the higher verticals. So like low 30s, we think. They're usually like guys who explode off the line. That's what they're actually measuring in those because you can't go from a run. You're just stand, you start standing mm-hmm. and you jump upwards. Okay. So it's not like a run and jump type situation. Whatever. You get it. I get it. Um, but like Russell Westbrook's vertical. Is 36 and a half inches. So that's just like a good thing to know oh. because Russell Westbrook is 6'3. He's not one of the like superest tallest, but he's still like, I just thought that'd be a good thing for us to know. That's wow. his vertical. I would have guessed it was higher than that. Well, again, if you're running and jumping, okay. he can get higher than that. Okay. But his standing vertical, I believe, is 36 and a half inches. Jay, I think that's right. That seems right to me, but you can look it up. So like Mariota. Can a thousand percent dunk? I feel very confident saying that because he's six foot four and has a thirty six inch vertical. I right, think you're right. Yes. So that I'm sorry, we were going to stick with things. We we're going to well, eliminate people first. It's I, I, my brain works the same way your, yours does. Like, who are the obvious no's and the obvious yeses? Like, yeah. obvious yes to me is Mariota and Cam Newton. I would say as well. You think? Yes. See, Cam Newton. What what complicates it is he's bigger. Like he's heavier. He's 245. That's a big boy. Yeah, but he is an athletic 245 of muscle. He's but, tall, too. Well, he's 6'5". He is tall. He has the strength and fortitude to wear dumb hats. So I, I have confidence <laughs> that he can jump high. He also feels like the kind of guy that if he couldn't dunk, would, like, stay home from school until he knew how to dunk. Like, he doesn't seem like the kind of guy who would ever admit I feel like that would be a very bad news story to come out about Cam Newton, that it would damage his brand if he couldn't dunk. It would look bad for him. So I guess I'll say, yeah, I bet Cam Newton can dunk. He's got a 35-inch vertical, although that was in 2011. He's 6'5 with a 35-inch yeah, vertical. Yes, he can 245 dunk. 245 is heavy. Yeah, his arms probably reach the rim. Well, that the vertical takes that into consideration. Well, in that case. <laughs> but thank you for your input. Erroneous. Thank of- you for your okay, so you think Cam Newton definitely can? Yeah. Um, there are some interesting ones. I know we were doing definite no's. Oh, can I do noses. one more definite no's? Yes. Drew Brees. Um, he's a little guy. I know, but he gets ups. When? When he has to jump well, over I'll, his Well, you know what? I'm comfortable doing it because he's 39. Okay. So he old. He old. So Drew Brees is out. That's, we've eliminated Tom Brady, Drew Brees, Eli Manning. Um, so here's an interesting one that I think we could have a discussion about. Russell Wilson. Mm. So Russell Wilson's 5'11". He's the only current starting quarterback under six feet. Very small. Yeah. He weighs 215. Okay. According to sources. In 2012 at the Combine, he had a 34-inch vertical. That's crazy. Oh, that is crazy. So like guys that were, let's say like Carson Wentz, he's 6'5". His vertical was 30.5 inches. Like Russell can get up. 34-inch vertical, like that's great. Yeah. I think I think I'm the most on the fence about Russell Wilson. Because he's athletic, he can move, but he's 29. 
I don't think it's getting easier to he, dunk. He also like, you get. I feel like he's very if they small. Didn't play basketball, then they probably haven't like trained themselves to do it. And he spent a lot of time playing baseball. That's a good and point. Football. That's a good point. That's another good point. I, I, we should have looked this up. Like, what other which ones of them played basketball? Yeah. Man, Jay, you really could have, you really could have done that. Yep. I also could have just Googled Ken Russell, Ken Russell Wilson dunk, mm, but news. I, but I didn't. I have a smartphone. No, but that feels like cheating. I feel like it's about the discussion. This is research. It feels like it's about discussing whether we think, I don't know. I'm going to put Russell Wilson on hold for a sec. I'm not ready to make a call. Okay. Let's talk about, uh, tall, tall dudes. So Josh Allen's six five with a 33 and a half inch vertical. I'm going to say he can dunk. I still think no. Why? I just feel like he. You just think he's gangly? Yeah, I do. I feel like he's going to like touch the rim, bobble it, and it's going to brick. From a pure, I don't think you can. <laughs> from a pure numbers height standpoint. Statistically, he, it makes sense that he should be able to, but I just feel like he wouldn't be able to. I can't. It's a gut thing. Yeah. Just really quick. Can I interject? I Googled Ken Russell Wilson dunk and an article came up that said Russell Wilson, Russell Wilson, Wilson, Russell Wilson's high school hoops tape is a highlight reel of layups and good intentions. Oh, no. <laughs> and if he couldn't do it in high school, he, he definitely, definitely can't, can't do it now. Oh, that's stupid. What? It said a video that said Russell Wilson dunk and it was a dude in a Russell Wilson. Oh, jersey. boo. Anyway. So I was trying to look into the like actual math. There's this very complicated thing on the internet about like a dunk calculator. And it just had too much physics. And then I was like, <laughs> let's just talk about him in terms of height. So like Flacco. You mm. think Flacco's going to dunk? Because I think no. I think no. Okay. So we'd eliminate Flacco. Right? That feels right. Yep. I'm still on the fence about Josh Allen. Josh Rosen? It's going to be a no for me, though. Is it? So he's young. Right. That does help. He's Six 21. 6'4 is tall. 6'4 is tall. That's taller than last And his vertical was? 31. 31. Ugh, I don't know. What if we make a maybe column? Because really they asked us the... Um, over-under. Yeah, the over-under. Let's so just go through, like, what, it, what does instinct tell you about Matt Ryan? No. We never measured his vertical. I think he's he's skinny-ish. He's got long limbs. I don't think he'd make it to the basket. How tall is he? 6'4". They're all fucking 6'4". They're six four. yeah. They're that's all 6'4". So is, like, Laskaski and Lozo. Like really? they, they can't dunk. They're not 6'4". Yeah. They're tall. Mike, Mikey Laskaski is 6'4". Yeah. Whoa. They can't dunk. Can you grab him real quick? Yeah. I just want to know if he can dunk. Yeah, I'll get him right now. Okay. Thanks. We're just going to go get one of our writers. This feels <laughs> important. Um, Jameis. Has somebody told him explicitly not to dunk? Because I feel like he could dunk. <laughs> then he could dunk. Like, Jameis is tall, but he's also a little bit bigger. He's 231. And his vertical was under 30 inches when he got... But he, again, that feels like a guy who's like... I got to be able to dunk or else I'm going to. Oh, sorry. Hold on. Laskowski's here. Could you come in for a sec? Hello, I have Mike. A question. Can you just come over here for one second um, and just state your name for the record? 
Mike Lutkowski. Great. Thank you so much. How tall are you? 6'4". Into the microphone. 6'4". Okay. He had to bend down. It's important. Write that down. <laughs> How old are you? 33. Okay. Uh, can you dunk? No. Have you ever been able to dunk? Full-blown basketball? What do you? No. What? Just, how about a partially <laughs> no. deflated Wait, basketball? What? Partially deflated, yeah. Like. What about a baseball? Could you ever dunk a baseball? <laughs> baseball, yeah. Okay. What? Did really, you ever play basketball? Weird. Yeah. Okay. And you can't dunk. Can't dunk, no. Like you're saying, how close were you to dunking? Uh, let's say like five, six inches. That's, That's not that close. Far. <laughs> and you're six. Three, four, I mean, six, four. The, you can grab the rim. Yeah, that like, doesn't count, though. No, yeah, sure, sure. Yeah, but can't. Do you happen to know your vertical off the top of your he head? He wouldn't. No. He doesn't know that. <laughs> we could no. measure it outside. Ooh. Three to – how many inches off did you say you were? Five to six. That's a lot of inches. Or a little. It's about average. <laughs> it's about <laughs> average. <laughs> yeah. All right, Mike, thank you for answering our questions. No problem. Just real quick, do you think um, Russell Wilson could dunk a basketball? Right now. Today. Today. I mean, we have to get the ass no. in. It might be. No. No. Well, what if he had a 34 inch vertical? 34 inch vertical? Yeah. It's kind of, yeah. kind of crazy, right? Yeah. yeah. And that's a standing vertical. So I'm, yeah, that's pretty good. Yeah. yeah. All right. That's it. Thank right, you. This has been fun. Thanks, yeah. Mike. Five to six inches off. He's a big man. My life is now I'm, I feel like I don't know anything. Well, so Mike is not a professional athlete. Yeah, but he was talking about in high school when he played basketball. Yes, I know. He's not a professional athlete. But still, they're not professional basketball players. That's a really good point. <laughs> That's a really good point. I feel like we should have started with that point. Okay. We need to we need to make decisions. I know. Okay, so Josh Rosen. Who now? I'm having a lot of trouble with my brain today. Uh, no. Josh Rosen, 6'4", 31-inch vertical, 21 years old. We're saying maybe. Yeah, I mean, I, I feel like he probably could. Uh, maybe with like a maybe leaning towards yes. Yeah. Okay, Matt Ryan, I'm saying no. Um. Yeah, no. Yeah, nope. I just remember the, the outfit he wore when he yeah, showed up to the game the other day. And I'm like, yeah, that guy's not enough. dunking a basketball. You are not operating that way if you can dunk a basketball. Okay, we also, we already said no to Joe Flacco. Uh-huh. Josh Allen... 22, 6, 5, 33 and a half inch. I would say yes. I said yes, and you said no. Jay said, I said no. no, but the good news is two. Jay doesn't is more go here. One. Yeah, right. my vote doesn't count. So. so we're saying yes to Josh Allen. I feel like, yeah. I also feel like I don't. He's probably the guy I know the least about in the league. So oh, he somebody, did have that crazy jump, though, over the guy with the knee. That was that him? Was, that was Josh Allen. Yep. So then, yes, he he's a yes. Can. He's Duncan. We said Cam Newton is, is a yes. Mitchell Trubisky. <laughs> oh, boy. Uh, I'm going to go with no there. I mean, he is young. He's only 6'2". But he's only 6'2", and his vertical was 27 and a half inches, which, not great. That's a no for me, dog. Now, let's just be honest. Like, vertical isn't everything. You can have a shitty vertical and still be fast, and speed will help you get the, again, it's physics, Mm. help you get the trajectory towards the net. Yep. So let's not act like this, like these numbers are. The story isn't just in these numbers. These are just the numbers I spent a bunch of time pulling. <laughs> they felt the most relevant to me. At one point, I had hand size on here. Oh. Because that's also very relevant, if you think about it. 
And I think we should maybe have Jay when we're getting down to the ones where maybe's on. We can look into these things because if you can't hold on to a basketball while you're doing that, if you got teeny tiny little Alex Smith hands, let's go oh. ahead and take Alex Smith and make him a no. I mean, he's tall and he got a good vertical, but I don't think he can hold on to the ball. All right. Also, that's a myth, right? He doesn't actually have really small hands. I think that ended up being a myth. But I'm saying there are other things that factor in, you know? Yep. So keep that in mind. I know I've given you numbers. Just know that the facts aren't all here. Okay. Andy Dalton. Ooh. 6'2", 29 and a half inch vertical. And he's 30. He is 30 years old. You know, it's just like running backs with dunking. You start to decline at 30. That's what, the, that's what my grandfather always said. Andy Dalton. <sighs> no. Right? I think no. Yeah. Well, Jay, so, you've said no about everyone. Something, I just feel like dunking is really hard. It is. But something so is being a quarterback. Weird happened in my head where I kind of like, though. I kind of combined Andy Dalton with Jimmy Graham because they're both redheads. And I'm like, well, Jimmy Graham can dunk. So Jimmy Andy Graham's Dalton might be able to. Really a redhead? I mean, is he? Kind of, yeah. It's so short, I guess I just never noticed. Yeah. So I'm like, oh, Jimmy Graham can. Maybe Andy Dalton can too. In, in what? In my why? brain. I said it was weird. Yeah. So he's a no. I still don't. Okay, moving on. Yep. Baker Mayfield. So this is one of the ones where the numbers are telling me no. My mind's telling me no. Mm. But my body. <laughs> Gar Kelly, but it's still a jam. Mm-hmm. Um, slaps. I, I <laughs> Slaps. <laughs> Holy shit. Um, I don't know. I, I feel like. Let's say he's a maybe. Well, I'm I'm wondering if anybody's going to argue with me on that. I feel like he could, but the numbers indicate he probably can. He's six one. He had a twenty nine inch vertical, and he weighs two hundred nine pounds. That's not that much. Two oh nine. He, he's light. I mean, but I mean, he. Uh, the, my reasoning, and I'll tell you, not based on much. He can move. You seen him dance? Yes, I have. I just think he's got coordination, which is really important. I don't know. I also feel like he'd be that dude that can dunk. Yeah. That you're like, you're not supposed to be able to dunk any right. dunks. But it, I don't, I don't feel a hundred percent yet. So let's I'm surprised by how willing you are to agree with me. I think, I think I, we have the same opinion on this. Right now he's kind of the guy that can do it all, you know? So you, yeah, you well, want to think he can dunk. Maybe by his sophomore season, we're like, definitely no. But yeah. as of right now, possible. The sheen hasn't worn off. How about Dak? Hmm. Hmm. 25 years old, 6'2", 32 and a half inch vertical. Very athletic. Yeah. He's 6'2". He feels shorter than that to me. Really? Yeah, I guess. I don't know why. Because I'm stupid. Huh. I feel like this is a yes or maybe. Just because he's so athletic. Ash, Ash, if we keep letting ourselves say maybe, it's just going to we'll go be maybe. We'll go back to it. We'll go back to also, it. Also, I, I see what you're doing with all the black quarterbacks. I see that you're giving them all yeses. And I just want you to unpack that. That is not true. <laughs> <laughs> I think, I don't know about Dak. Well, Dak really likes basketball, right? He went to that Mississippi State, the women's game. So I wonder if he ever played basketball. So I don't know about Dak. I guess make him a maybe, Ash. Okay, Case Keenum. Uh, here's I have unique insight on Case Keenum because I've met him in person. <laughs> <laughs> Who laughed? Uh, he's not that tall. Numbers show six one. He's thirty. I'm going. I feel solid no on Case Keenum. That was your unique insight. 
Yeah, because I've, I just know, like, I've stood in front of him. And I feel like if you put me in a room with any of these people, I could tell you within a second if they can dunk or not. I played a game of football with Case Keenum. He threw a pick to the least athletic person on my staff. <laughs> I don't think he can dunk. Speaking of staff. Although he was pretty athletic when he tried to jump off the roof after having thrown a pick to the least athletic person <laughs> on our staff. But I still feel no about Case Keenum. Six one's not tall enough. Speaking of staff, Matthew Stafford's you next, don't have guys. To do transitions He's next. You don't have to uh, do transitions. Is there a more of a no than Matthew Stafford? Well, you know, <laughs> yes, because it was Eli Manning. Eli, yeah. Um But uh, Matt Ryan and Matthew Stafford teamed up to win a church league basketball championship Holy in 2016. Sh- of course they did. So uh, let's just watch. Who our dunked? Uh, <laughs> Still a no. You think really no on Matthew Stafford? Really no. But he's so... He's so what? He's so... Staffy. Wow. He's just so, you know... Matthew. I don't know. Something's telling me I... feel like he probably dunked once. Someone would pay him a lot of money to dunk. Matthew Stafford dunked once and still talks about it to this day. (laughs) That's who Matthew Stafford is. All right. Aaron Rodgers. I feel like if Aaron Rodgers could dunk, we would know because there would be 10 commercials about it. No, I think he's one of those guys that like doesn't tell you that he saw an alien until you ask him if he's ever seen an alien. And then you're like, whoa, all this cool stuff about Aaron Rodgers I didn't know. Yeah, so I think if somebody, no one's ever asked him if he can dunk. Whoa, his vertical was 34 and a half inches? Yeah, it's pretty high, but then again, that was 2005. Oh, he's 34. He is he older. also old. Well, he's not old. We said somebody who was 30 was old. Well, for this, I was just joking because that felt personal. Um, Yeah, I get... I don't think, I mean... I don't think Aaron Rodgers can dunk. No. All right, I would have said maybe, but... Oh, well, I, I crossed him out. He's, he gone. I just wrote Alex Rogers on my list, so he also can't dunk. Well, in case you guys are wondering. He's also a dick. Deshaun Watson. Ashley, be careful here. Oh, definitely. Yes, he's so athletic. (laughs) (laughs) But really, though, he is really athletic. There's video of Deshaun Watson dunking. There is? Yeah. Ha! On a regulation net? Yeah, it's in, looks like in high school, Salem Seminoles at Gainesville. No, maybe that's... Yo, by the way, did we make Josh Allen a definite yes? Because I feel comfortable making Josh Allen a definite yes. He can standing jump to nine foot, two and a half inches from a standing thing. And the rim is 10, 10 feet. So th- yeah. running, he can a thousand percent dunk. He's on the yes list. Okay, right now, just as sure. a quick recap, our yeses are Marcus Mariota, Cam Newton, Josh Allen, and Deshaun Watson. Or maybe oh, you, did, you did Deshaun Watson? He just said there was video of him dunking. I was waiting to see. Yeah, there's video of him dunking. But it's on a regulation net, you said. Yeah, it's, yeah, from high school. From high school. Well, can he still dunk? Yes. Did he dunk convincingly? Uh, yeah, it was pretty convincing. It wasn't like a, oh, I, I just barely made it. I got the ball in. No, high school Watson wasn't that long dunk. ago for Deshaun we're also We're also not talking about, like, elegant dunks, right? Like, no. Like, Josh Allen can get it in because math, but there's no way it's looking incredible. It's just going to, the ball's going in. Yep. And these are all uncontested. <laughs> yes. Okay. I just want to make sure we're on the same page here. So Andrew Luck is... <laughs> Andrew Luck's interesting. 
I know, and I want to confidently say no because he's Andrew Luck, and I just think that he looks so funny dunking. But, but in, he's tall and his vertical's really good. He had a 36-inch vertical at the combine and in like, 2012. He hasn't played in a while, so he's probably just been messing around well, you know in what? his drive. Yeah, but his his injuries, his shoulder, is it not? It is. You're not reaching over your head and dunking a basketball. That alone eliminates Andrew Luck. We're talking right now, quarterbacks can dunk. Andrew Luck cannot dunk right now. All right. Your logic is correct, but I don't feel good about it because I feel like he could if he had to, you know? You got to remember, though, he went to Stanford. What does that mean? I just don't picture him, like, playing a lot of basketball. I just don't picture him, like, hanging out. I picture him, like, reading in his spare time. Mm. Blake Bortles. Hmm. 6'5". Jay. He tall. I, I feel like Blake can, bu- Blake can, Blake can ball. Like you it. feel like Blake can ball. Yeah, I do. Blake Baldles. <laughs> Sorry. Blake Griffin. What? There's that's you know, a man named Blake Griffin is in the league and he can dunk. You know, if you would think that a person named Blake couldn't dunk, it'd be but wrong. Blake Lively probably can't dunk. Um uh, I'll text her. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think she'll get back to me. She's very busy. I feel like I, I wish there was a formula I could plug all these numbers into because I know that we're going to mess this up pretty hard and get shit for it. But if you think about it, if the over-under is 20, we need to eliminate 12. Let's talk about Mahomes. Okay. okay. What? That was my Patrick Mahomes voice. Do it again. Okay. That's- I, was, I, was talking, I was talking about Patrick Mahomes. What the fuck is happening? <laughs> What? Six, six, three. Okay. Patrick, you can stop whenever you're ready. Six, three. It weighs 230. 30 inch vertical. Disappointing. I did not think. I mean, it's not the worst, but it's not the best. But I'll tell you what. I'll tell you what, man. I think he can dunk. Just because he has that same Baker Mayfield glow. He's just like swaggy. Like he's just, and he's also very talented. He threw a ball with his left hand. That's enough for me. <laughs> I feel like... Patrick Mahomes dunking in high school. Yeah? On the internet. Hell yeah! Katie's right again! Patrick Mahomes can dunk. So oh, and it's, it is... He knocks a guy down. Oh, go look it up, everybody. It is amazing. Go look it up! It's can on 12up.com. 12up.com. It's my homepage. <laughs> okay, so Mahomes can dunk. Confirmed. So we just need to eliminate two more people. Kirk Cousins. I feel like Ben Roethlisberger. Well, so your husband disputed that. Because Ben's tall, right? But he's fat. They don't call him Svelte Ben. You know, which is the opposite <laughs> of really big. Should. It is big and Svelte. Those are the only, those are clearly opposites. He didn't. Have his vertical measured at the combine. Not that it matters. That was 75 years ago. He's 36 years old. It was 2004. Um, uh, you, what do we know about CJ Bethard? Nothing. Well, his last name is Beat Hard. So we know one thing. <laughs> wow. He masturbates. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I don't know enough about him, but you're right. We only have to eliminate a couple others. I feel like I would eliminate Ben Roethlisberger, Philip Rivers. Ben is really, really tall. 
Yeah, I'd still eliminate him. And you're eliminating Philip Rivers? Yes. Who's also really, really tall. He's also really, really old. But you're eliminating the oldest, I mean, the, the tallest ones. But they're also the oldest ones. Yeah. But I'm just saying, I take all the numbers into into account. Okay, how about Sam Darnold? He's 6'3", 26 and a half inch vertical. Recent, very recently tested. Yeah, 225. Played high school basketball. He did? <sighs> he did. Show me him dunking. Uh, show me Tim Duncan. <laughs> and then also show me Sam Darnold dunking. So first I'd like to see a picture of Tim Duncan. And then... I'm going to just open up Photoshop. It's a just, picture just bouncing of Sam dock. Darnold dunking. Can you produce these things? I don't have a dunk confirmation. I just have basketball. Derek Carr probably can. He tall. And he wears eyeliner. And like that's intimidating. <laughs> Not eye black. No. Literally looks like Literal he has eyeliner. eyeliner. I wish I wish I could talk to Russell Wilson. I have so many questions. Can you dunk? I think uh, to me this one, it's easily the under because I'm confident Ben Roethlisberger, Matthew Stafford. Philip Rivers cannot dunk. Jared Goff had a garbage vertical. Derek Carr posted an Instagram video of himself dunking. Okay, so that's a yes. 33 months ago. Oh, Who, it's pretty convincing. Did? Derek Carr. And is it a convincing dunk? It's a very convincing dunk. Okay, well, now we can... Now, the ones that we have solid proof of, we can kind of use to inform the other ones. So, like, Derek Carr, 6'3", 27 years old, 215 pounds... 34 and a half inch vertical. That's a high vertical. It is. So that's, that means Aaron Rodgers probably can. Because he has a 34 and a half inch vertical, but he's also 6'2", and he's much older. And 10 pounds heavier. And heavier. So I, I think I still feel okay about saying Aaron Rodgers can't. Especially because he's hurt right now. A little bit. He's not sure. at 100%. That means Blake Bortles probably can because his vertical is only two inches shorter, but he's got... He's two inches taller. He's two inches taller. He's got some more weight, but it's distributed because he's taller. Yeah, but then you've also got to bring in, like, athleticism. Like, Blake Bortles. If it's good, Blake. You know what I mean? Yeah, you never know which Blake you're going to get at the dunk contest. Right. That's why he never entered it. It was just like, we don't know which Blake it is. Good Blake can dunk. Bad Blake? Not even close. Mm. He's going to brick it. Right, Jay? <laughs> It's a technical term. <sighs> Did we do Jameis yet? We kind of glossed over Jameis. Just like the league. <laughs> I Jameis? didn't say no to Jameis. Well, here's the thing. Jameis is tall. But he's also... But he's kind of bigger. Thicker. And he's, his, his vertical's not great. It was 28 and a half. And that was in 2015. But he also strikes me as the kind of guy that would be like, I wasn't trying. Yeah, but then he wouldn't ever try. No, but he dunking makes you cool. And if Jameis didn't dunk... He, people like Jameis. Not me. People. So he must dunk if people like him? You can't be like the, the leader of your team the way he wants to be seen as the guy that's like gives the speeches and stuff. If someone, if you were like playing pickup basketball with your friends and he couldn't dunk, I think they'd laugh at him. I think that, I think I just made a really good point. I think it felt good. Like, you can't be the guy that's like, hey, athletes, gather around. I'm going to talk to you. We're going to do this. But he can't dunk? I don't know. It feels like a guy that you have to be able to dunk. There's a certain confidence level. We know he has that. 
Well, I mean, he jumps up onto tables. We've already established Tom Brady can't dunk. Yeah, but Tom Brady doesn't. You think Tom Brady relates to people when he's got the huddle? He's not talking to them like I'm one of you. He's talking to them like I'm really good at this. Do what I say. Same with Ben. Ben doesn't connect with his teammates at all. And I feel like if Ben could dunk, everyone would be like, yo, fun fact, Ben fact, he can dunk. But nobody says that. Like, you've got to think the ones that are crazy, the ones that are like, I would could never see Eli Manning dunking. If he could dunk, the story would have come out by now because people on his team would have thought that was hilarious. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? And so the ones who really can or like should be able to, if they couldn't, a story would have come out by now that they can't. Am I making sense or did I smoke the weed too early in the day? <laughs> I still just don't think Jameis can dunk. Your point is a interesting one. <laughs> That's your way of saying you still don't like it. I I think he could. But we'll, we don't have to agree on every one of them. We just need to decide if it's more than 20 or less than 20. I would say they set one thing I will say to Brian. See? Brian. Brian. I knew that. Is that he set the line well. 20 is a good line mm-hmm. as the over-under. Um, I don't think Kirk Cousins can dunk. He's 6'3". I vertical. Loves, um, loves Lord of the Rings. Well, that's <laughs> that doesn't mean doesn't anything. Disqualify you. Well, it doesn't qualify you. That's true. So those movies are long and all that time is time spent not on the court. Duncan. Right? Yeah, and hobbits are really small too, so. That is, what? He's not a hobbit. <laughs> Famously not a hobbit. Famously Jay. not a hobbit. So w- with the elimination of Kirk Cousins. I still have Matthew Stafford on my no list. I know you do. That puts me at 13. 13 no. We're pretty solidly. You think Carson Wentz could dunk? Under. Yes. Wow. Right away. Nothing but respect for her quarterback. <laughs> you do. I do. You think Nick Foles could dunk? I no. know it's not relevant to this conversation, just for no, my personal. No. No. Isn't he super tall? Yeah. But I have still all of his no. stats memorized. No, I don't want you to have them memorized. I just, he's tall. That was just a basic question. He's, of course he's tall. He's You've six, watched six. him play football he's, for he's a Super Bowl champion. So that adds like a taller height. than Carson Wentz. He's got that BDE. Yeah. Big dunk energy. <laughs> I'm so sorry. I have a question. Anyone still there? <laughs> I'm going to say, I think we all, uh, under. Under. It's going to be under 20 quarterbacks, current starting quarterbacks that can dunk. Right? Yes. But yes. I, I I do think that Russell Wilson might be able to, but he's corny. He's so, he's such a square. God, this is, I'm going to think about this for weeks. I'm going to think about this for weeks. How about this? How about if you have opinions on our opinions, which I know you do, uh, you can call and um, leave us a voicemail. Yep. Or or um, or tweet it or something. And then maybe we revisit this topic because I do feel like there's a lot here. And short of just reading numbers, um, there's probably some really interesting arguments to be made that I'm where I'm not I'm getting stressed out about and I'm not making. So if anyone wants to help us out. But I, I do. I think under. Is safe. Under 20. Yeah. So we're going to say under 20. Yes. And we're going to lose sleep over it. We being me. Yep. For like at least a week. Um, I know that was a voicemail. 
But this is technically the part where we go to another voicemail. Jay, do you still want to go to another voicemail? Sure. Great. So let's, before we do that, um, <laughs> what? Can you do this one? Like, I haven't said who brought it to us yet. Today's podcast also brought to you by SeatGeek. Go ahead. <laughs> no, you didn't. Okay. <laughs> How about you do it, Patrick Mahomes? Oh, no. <laughs> okay. Getting tickets online can be far too complicated. With hundreds of sites and varying levels of reliability, it's it's hard to know who to trust. <laughs> That's why SeatGeek is the way to go. SeatGeek puts, pulls millions of tickets into one place, so uh, you can easily find the seats you want for the price. It's kind of like Bobcat Goldthwaite. It is a little bit... <laughs> Millions of tickets into one place so you can easily find the seats you want for a price you're all willing to pay. He's a little Southern. Uh, sure. There's nothing quite like being there in person and see you can get you closer to the action for a great value. God, that hurts. <laughs> SeatGeek is designed to make your ticket buying experience easier than ever. By searching multiple ticket sites and grading every ticket based on value. SeatGeek helps you immediately identify the best seats to fit your budget. Budget! <laughs> Plus, uh, every uh, purchase is fully guaranteed, so you can shop for tickets on SeatGeek with confidence. I'm losing it because it hurts so much. Why don't you splice it up with um, no! a pageant queen no! for just one? Oh, where'd that come I from? I don't know. Okay, I'll do one pair. I'm going to take one paragraph off, be a pageant yeah. queen, and then I'm going to go back to my homes because I think I'm doing all right. You are. Just I hurts. just know it hurts. So I'm trying to give you a little reprieve. Probably a good sign I'm doing it wrong. But <clears throat> okay, a pageant queen that just won. Where was I? Plus, every purchase is fully guaranteed, so you can shop for tickets on SeatGeek with confidence. Make SeatGeek your go-to <laughs> ticket source for. Everything from sports and concerts to comedy and theater. Thank you. I actually have the SeatGeek app on my phone. It's by far the easiest way I've found to shop for tickets. I actually just use SeatGeek to buy tickets to my own game. I like to, to be on the field, but also in the stands. Is to make sure I'm everywhere at once. Best of all, my listeners get $20 off their first SeatGeek purchase. Just download the SeatGeek app and enter promo code NOLAN today. That's promo code NOLAN for $20 off your first SeatGeek purchase. SeatGeek, life's an event. This really hurts. <laughs> That's SeatGeek, life's an event. We have the tickets. Jay, roll the voicemail. Hey, Katie, Ashley, and Jay. I am actually getting married in three weeks, Ooh. October 28th. Ooh, ooh. And we are trying to finalize our venue. I didn't get my invitation, did you? And we're trying mm-hmm. to decide if we are going to be having our cake, which we're definitely having. Um, but do we add on our apple cider donuts as a second option for dessert? And then do we also add on little mini pies that would be made in, like, mason jars as a third option for dessert? So, once again, should we do cake plus donuts plus pies, or do we just do cake and donuts? All right, guys, love the podcast. I love you all, and I truly, truly mean it. Oh. For, as a note, she called back because she didn't leave her name. Mm. 
And she said, my name is Allison and my fiance's name is Larry. So Allison, we truly, truly love you as well. And congratulations. Yeah. To Larry for landing Allison. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. It's going to be a beautiful marriage. Again, Ashley and I were just noticing, I I figured you were calling to apologize for not sending the invite or like maybe they got lost in the mail. You know, I don't Mm want to assume, but it's just, I did not get mine. And here we are three weeks out. Although we did get invited to someone's wedding and Doc never told us. What? In a voicemail a long time ago. I would never do that to you. Yeah. You never. better not, Jay, because where's Doc Thanks, now, Jay. you know? Wow. <laughs> he chose to leave us. That's where he is. He bounced. <laughs> you're right. You're right. Um, I'm confused a little bit by the question, though. I'll be honest. Really? Yep. Because why Why would anyone say, no, just get cake? Because uh, it's money. It's extra money. Oh, oh, oh. So it's, you have oh. to look at, like, the investment. Got it. And the return on the investment. Sure, sure. Well, the ROI on donuts and mason jar pies, mm-hmm. very high. Mm, see, I disagree. Oh, God, this is going to be really I a really, really good conversation. Okay, cool. One. So I was going to say, and I thought you would probably agree because you love desserts. I do. <laughs> the more dessert, the better. And also, I've been to a lot of weddings recently, mm-hmm. and I've not had a piece of cake. Yeah. I have had a make my own Sunday. I had, I went to a wedding, um, and the groom is of Belgian descent and we had like those fancy waffles where you put like sauces and stuff on them. Mm -hmm. Um, and speculus, which is like that cookie butter. Really good. I'm clearly still thinking about it, but I always (laughs) eat like the, the stuff that's eat like they put out by the coffee because the cake is a whole big thing. You cut it. There's a ceremony. Then it goes away somewhere and it gets cut and brought back out in slices. But while they're bringing out the slices, the other dessert's out. And I'm just trying to dance. So I come over. I grab a little handheld dessert. Yep. Something I can eat without a fork. Mm-hmm. And then I and I get back to shaking my – Tail being, being the rump shaker. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Tail feather shaking. So I think apple cider donuts, especially for like an October wedding, yes. what a great fun thing to do. And mini little mason jar pies. You're thinking no on that one. Your face. I'm is. thinking no. I just think mason jars are totes adorbs. They're so cute, but they're not practical for all the same reasons. You're not going to eat the cake. But then you get mason jars for the rest of forever, and you just have them. How many do you have just like stuck in a cabinet somewhere? Because I have hundreds. You have hundreds no, have, like, of mason Steve jars a bunch in of a my cabinet. Mason jars. Like I used, I had so many mason jars. Why don't you make us Why? some pies in those mason jars? No. Sh- Ashley? Uh, because I don't have time for cooking, Jay! Why don't you donate Gosh. some of your mason jars to Allison? Here's the thing, Allison. Apple cider donuts, yes, for sure. Yum, because yum, a lot yum. of people don't even eat the cake like Katie said. Plus, wedding cake's not that good. Yeah, usually, like, if it looks really... What I've found is if it looks really good, it doesn't taste that yeah, great. Because nobody decorative. wants to eat fondant. Plus, they just slice it and leave it on your table while you're dancing. So then it's it gets out a little, for a while. It gets a little crunchy, stale. like that little crunchy layer on the yeah. top almost. And, like, the, the frosting's almost always too, too much, sugary. Too much frosting. Yeah. But if the cake doesn't look good, it's usually delicious. Right. So apple cider donuts, definite yes. Mason jar pies, no. I would take that money and I would put it towards... Like a warm, cheesy, drunk food. So I was at a wedding oh. that like brought out like mini sliders at the Ooh. end or like someone ordered a bunch of pizzas and then somebody else, this was amazing, got like Big Macs or like little McDonald's oh, Little burgers. Macs. Little tiny Macs. Svelte Macs. Baby Macs. Svelte. Svelte Macs. Svelte Macs. And it was amazing because like as you're about to leave, you're just like, oh, I need that drunk food. And it's it's a, a hit. That's true. I had a time. Philly cheesesteak while leaving a, a wedding. It's the best. It's the best. 
That is really great. Donuts would, are great too. I don't know if it's the same. They don't come out the same time. Like you have no. dessert and then at the end you have food again. Yeah. Although if any like to go food you can take back to your hotel room is huge because that's when you're drunk and hungry and you're like. But I do think getting good. Nom, 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 I nom, think nom. getting good food, not dessert. I'm pretending food and dessert are two different categories. Okay. Mm-hmm. So good food is more expensive than good dessert. Yes. I don't. I don't often have dessert at a wedding and hate it i've had food at a wedding and been like when does dessert come out this food is awful yeah so it's like the 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 ceiling is lower the ceiling is higher on a dessert and the floor is higher too like it can't be as bad as bad food so if you're getting food that you're saving money on you're just accepting as you have to with a wedding as i've learned is like you're not not everything's going to be perfect because you got to save money somewhere Mm -hmm. so if you've saved money on your food i wouldn't at the end of the night give people more food because they're going to be like, no, give me a donut. No, but you're not giving them you're not giving them more like venue made food. You're yeah. giving them like a little treat pizza or like a little treat treat. Yeah. A little tweet tweet. Little 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 caca. I feel like we answered the question. Yeah. Do you worry, though, that a donut is just a cake? No. An apple cider donut is cakey. They're not the same at all. Okay. I think you should go for all of it, but Ashley's probably right. The amount of money you're going to spend on the mason jars and the pie, unless you get some great deal, not going to be worth it. Save that, put it towards something else. So we'll go cake donuts and then a little bit of of a when when it's over. Does that make sense? Write that down. So do the cake, do the donuts, and then later in the night we get a little bit of great. Awesome. Uh, Pretty sure that's it for this week's edition of sports in which we talked about all the in sports, <laughs> we sports this podcast so hard, 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 so hard. Shout out to Peter Millar, Seat Geek, and Master Class. I don't know, Ash. Sometimes you get that me into sounds this place. like something like the mom from Bobby's World. I think. Oh, Bobby's World. A big thanks to you guys for listening. Now and again later. Nope, I lost it. Now and uh, later again when you go home, because I know right now you're probably in the car, or if you're at home right now. Then you can do it later when you're in the car. You know, we get more points if the, if it pings on the GPS in different locations. Do a brace of listens. Yes. Well, I would say a hat trick. Oh, okay. Or maybe a, a turkey. Pick up a spare. It's good to split. Sports! <laughs> or, you know, you can always just leave us a nice review wherever you're listening to this podcast, which by the way, we read and we love them like this one from Donald. Callie's dad that says sports is my dog Callie's favorite pod when I tell her we're going to take a walk with Katie and Ashley she runs to the door (laughs) Wednesday nights are better when I get to walk with my friends I wish I read that before I started reading it (laughs) I was not emotionally prepared so cute I wasn't ready for that (laughs) (laughs) holy moly also it's Friday sorry Kelly. this poor dog has been waiting for this podcast for two days and she's probably not going to get it tonight because we've been talking for six hours because of all the sports uh, I love you Callie and you too Callie's dad Donald uh, lastly guys don't forget you can always whip off a voicemail Jay can we do a little girl again yeah that was okay. Okay, sorry. Do it again. Ash. We have a voice, man. I loved it. It was perfect. You're my best friend. Happy anniversary. Aww. 860-506-5571. Say goodbye, Ashley. Bye. Say goodbye, Jay. Bye, guys. What? Australian? Nope. Didn't work. Try it again. <laughs> bye. Nope. Okay. Bye. Love you. Mean it. <laughs>
Simply Safe Home Security is like getting commercial grade enterprise level security, but for your own home. Think about the security Fortune 500 companies use. They need to know police are going to be on the scene immediately. This is exactly the kind of security you get with Simply Safe. If there's a break in, Simply Safe uses real video evidence to give police an eyewitness account of the crime. And that means police dispatch up to 350% faster than for a normal burglar alarm. With Simply Safe, you get comprehensive protection for your home. Outdoor cameras and doorbells alert you to anyone approaching your home. Entry, motion, and glass break sensors guard inside. Plus, Simply Safe protects your home from fires, water damage, and carbon monoxide poisoning. It's all monitored 24-7 by live security professionals. You can set up your system yourself with no tools needed, or Simply Safe's experts can do it for you. And it's only 50 cents a day with no contracts. Go to simplysafe.com slash Nolan today to get free shipping on your order, plus a 60-day money-back guarantee. That's simplysafe.com slash Nolan to save on home security today. Simplysafe.com slash Nolan.